The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk on this Monday. Sorry we're just a hair late, but uh, we are here. Jeff Jordan is here as well, as he normally would be on a Monday. Jeff, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Do you have Super Bowl hangover or anything like that? Oh, no. Uh, no, it was... It, you know, it ended fairly early, uh, and uh, so, I, you know, I'm in good shape. Well, it was only four and a half hour long. I mean, you say fairly early, it, it did go overtime. That's true. That's good, true. Good game. It was a good game. I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, the team that I thought would win won. The team that I was for, well, I was kind of for the 49ers, but not, not seriously. Not really. Well, I think the – most people asking who's favorite, I, I, I said, I don't know that anybody's favorite. It's pretty much a pick em game, and it surely turned out to be that way. And some some strange plays at, at, some, at some point in time, but uh, in the end, the Chiefs win it for the second straight year. And uh, just all in all, a good football game, which rarely happens in Super Bowl, Jeff, to be real honest. Sometimes it's, it's a dud, isn't it? And sometimes it is a dud. Uh, and I think that happens – Maybe more times than we would like. Uh, some team maybe wins wins four games in a row in the World Series. That's happened numerous times. Um, uh, championship fight goes thirty seconds. I mean, you know that kind of thing. Um, but but this one was uh, was very very close. Uh, San Francisco was a point and a half favorite, which is might as well say it's a pick'em. Sure. Uh, and. Uh, it went into overtime for the second time in in uh, in 58 years. So, uh, you know, it was it was. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was pretty good. I guess you're well aware that this goes beyond just being a game. It is quite the phenomenon. It is it's it's a bit over the top at times, don't you think? I do at least. Oh, this one definitely was. Yes, I, I just kind of got tired of hearing about it uh, about I don't know four or five days before we actually played it. I'm certainly. Um, all the sidelines and this Taylor Swift fascination that for some reason this nation has, I do not understand it, but we we have it. And the media just overcovers it. I mean, it's just, you know, but yeah, that's what it is. So, you know, at, 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 and I agree with all that. At the end of the day, it really doesn't hurt anything. That, you no. know, that gets about 32 seconds worth, I think, is, 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 is the total little clips time that we, we see that phenomenon that, 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 but it, and then the commercials. Uh, I noticed in my house it got quieter at commercial time than it did during the game, which just seems a little strange to me. <laughs> I agree with that. And, and that kind of happened at our house too. Although, when you have two 
great-grandchildren running around. Uh, they they uh, get real quiet. It, it's just, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the next moment. Probably will involve crying of some sort, but anyway, <laughs> uh, or correction of some sort. But anyway, yes, I think it would be correct. There was a lot of things in the game, and as we have talked before, but about this very thing, I mean, the, some things in, in the game uh, were uh, – Negative things. The missed extra point was yes. big for a long time. Uh, two or three penalties that occurred at the worst possible time. Intercepted pass, fumble, uh, and um, my just you know bad stuff that that happens. Uh, but we sure had a lot of good plays in the Kansas City defense. Who I thought was that was really the difference in the ball game. They they were outstanding. They were really good. I think it's worth saying, Jeff, that. Oftentimes we talk about officials and them controlling the game and they're the part of the game. This is a game I thought that they were not part of that. Uh, so if a game is not controversial because of calls, it's a well-called game for the most part, if not all the way down the line. Let's give credit to that. I think that's true. Uh, I, I don't I don't know that well, – I'm just trying to – I hadn't even thought about it, really, which is that's the whole point. And that is the whole point. Uh, you know, uh, we got by it without any major uh, – well, we'll look this over call and look that over call and review for what seems to be forever. And none of that really took place. The overtime rules uh, changed just a little bit, and, and there, I guess that's the only controversy that I've heard is should San Francisco have – since they won the toss – elected to play defense first as a play, play offense, which is against what we normally think of but because of the rule change. But, Jeff, at the end of the day, both teams get the ball one time each. I'm not sure it matters, but some people seem to think it did. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any idea. I, I don't know what the general feeling would be on the part of coaches and others as to whether they take offense or defense. Uh, uh, I know when, when, when Kansas City or when uh, San Francisco scored, uh, my grandson, uh, who was watching closely, he said, well, they're going to leave just enough time. And, uh, and and Kansas City will drive down and score the winning touchdown. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I, I I think, don't you think the best team won? Maybe? Hard to say? It, it's just hard to say. Uh, they did they did win, and uh, I can't argue this, the point at all. The, Patrick Mahomes is, is – is quite a, a tough man to stop toward in the football game. It's nice to have a quarterback that's got that kind of confidence and that that much uh, skill to, to to lead you to it. We have there has been a few people, very few people, that could do well almost as, uh, what he can do. Uh, Fran Tarkenton comes to mind. Um, uh, Brett Favre comes to mind. Somebody that could run around and get a lot done. But then there have been some others, but um, Mahomes, is a, he's a different kind of guy. He presents you problems that uh, you just don't know how to handle. Do you want to get him out of the pocket and get him running and throwing the ball around the lot uh, on the run and off the wrong foot? And Well, okay, maybe you do. And then again, maybe you don't. Right. <laughs> you want to leave him in the pocket? And uh, and and let him stand back there, pretty much free and clear, and the, and throw the ball. Well, maybe you do, and maybe you don't. It's just not really clear as to what. I did notice that um, 
Kansas City were really good at this. The the people that were rushing Mahomes, they they blocked them almost consistently and carried them past the pocket. Uh, they you just couldn't get to him. Right. Uh, and so, anyway, he's MVP again. Isn't that his third? Uh, I, I think, think that's it, right. I think that's, I think that's his third MVP. And you know what's really kind of sad about it is that Juwan Jennings would have been MVP if San Francisco I was had won. I'm just going to bring that point up. Yeah. And I thought, by golly, we're going to have an MVP from Murfreesboro, from a local high school, and 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 from the University of Tennessee, and that that would be great. But didn't happen. Maybe it'll happen again. Throws for a touchdown, receives a touchdown, and and made nearly the biggest play in the game toward the end. And you're exactly right. At San Francisco won, I think he would have been. Jeff, the fact that uh, I did not realize, coming out of high school, Dewan Jennings was the higher-rated quarterback of all three of those guys, the two starting quarterbacks for the, the Super Bowl teams, Mahomes and uh, Purdy. Juwan Jennings was a higher-rated quarterback coming out of high school than both those two guys. That is right. He, he was. And and is he's just a, really a terrific athlete. Sure. To, uh, whether he's throwing it or receiving it or whatever he might be doing, he does an excellent job and plays, I think, with a, a serious determination. I think he plays with a lot of heart and spirit. Uh, and maybe an MVP will will happen for him. I, I don't know. We'll see. I reckon he's got a few more close friends in Murfreesboro today than he had on Saturday. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> well, Jeff, let's take our first break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk some basketball. I saw on Saturday what I thought was a super basketball game as well uh, in a super performance I want to talk about with the Lady Raiders as they win two over the weekend. And the, and the Blue Raiders win one on the road, which was nice to see. On Saturday, we'll be back to talk about that and more on All Sports Talk. Hey guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored, self-inject, at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of $150 a month, cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near a Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, shipping treatments directly to you. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. McCabe Vision Center. I can see things that I couldn't see clearly before. I love it. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. And we should tell people that you opted to get the full range vision lenses so that you could have vision near, far, and in between without glasses. Tell us how your vision is now that you've had the cataract surgery. I mean, I was so happy I actually had tears. McCabe Vision Center. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee wins. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. 
Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your cost for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calling Financial Services with Edward Jones. I just checked uh, the Conference USA webpage to find out what I think I knew had to happen. Savannah Wheeler named the Conference Player of the Week. Uh, Jeff, on Thursday and Saturday, as Middle Tennessee played Liberty and FIU, the two teams that were second and third in the league, win one by 23 and win one by 19. She scored, excuse me, she's played 80 minutes. That's all you can play. On Saturday, Jeff, 31 points, 11 turnovers, and one, uh, excuse me, 11 assists and one turnover. And they were all over her all night long trying to find a way to keep her from getting the basketball, and she just turned on. The gas and she she was just dynamic. That's a pretty good line that you just read right there. Oh, that she my. turned in, uh, and Rick had the good sense not to take her out. So, <laughs> well, Thursday night she only had twenty points, Jeff. Yeah, well, you know, a drop off. But uh, anyway, <laughs> the, the Raiders uh, were challenged on Thursday and Saturday night. Both uh, at halftime, there's no no question that the ball game could go to the wire. Neither one happened. The middle. Pulled out and, and won. Uh, very good basketball team. They've been fortunate, and we can say this, aside from Jada Harrison, who's not played all year long because of a foot injury, Jeff, they've been able to get through the season so far without any injuries to their star players. And, and if that happens the rest of the way, I, I think they can go ahead through the league and win it unscathed. That said, I was at practice today, and Rick was unusually livid. Uh, and when I talked to him about it after practice, he said, we went to Texas last year about this time and lost two games we shouldn't have lost, and we're going to do our best not to let that happen again. Well, I think that's a good goal to have. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he doesn't want to appear in any way, shape, or form complacent, and he's certainly not. So, I mean, he knows what it takes to get it done, and he's going to try to get that effort. More than any other school and uh, team in Conference USA, Jeff, Right now, the Lady Raiders are playing for the NCAA tournament. Uh, they've all but got the conference championship locked up regular season. They're going to be an odds-on favorite, big numbers, but to win the conference championship. But in the event they were to slip up, Rick Hensel wants to be sure that they're in a position for an at-large. And even if they don't slip up and they do win the conference, he wants to be in a position to have a good seed of something no worse than 11. And uh, I think that's going to be possible if they can go ahead and do what they they can do hopefully they can do and, and, and go on through without any more losses uh they're 19 and 4 right now and, and really playing great basketball they really are and they've uh and they've I, I think could win out uh probably maybe would be favored to win out uh and the tournament being in Huntsville which is uh if, if we can't play it at at, at middle Tennessee then I, I'm okay with Huntsville. Sure. I mean, you know, that's, we ought to have plenty of people there. Um, 
to support support them. So, yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to great things. Blue Raiders a win, as I mentioned, on the road Saturday night at FIU, the third conference win. Jeff, they won three out of the last four. Nick McDevitt's got his ball club playing much better than they were three weeks ago. Playing pretty well. We we uh, well we, we we struggled against FIU for sure, but it was a team that we really needed to beat uh, because they're right there in the standings with us if we expect to get in the tournament or get out of that that last place game. And um, and he and he did that again. That's the second time he's beaten them. So, you know, I'm 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 very encouraged. I've always been encouraged with the effort that they have. And uh, you mentioned this a while ago, and I was going to just comment. I just uh, despise it when a when a when a uh, when an injury settles everything. You know, and sometimes it, it's happened to you, and it's happened to me. Sure. And uh, it's just uh, it just makes you think. Well. What have I got to do? And I've done everything I'm supposed to do, and then this happens. You know, some kid turns their ankle and that sort of thing. Uh, and, gosh, you've, you had a girl you lost for the entire year. I had a girl I lost for the entire year, as a matter of fact. And I have one that I lost on the last play of the last practice before we played Oakland. Mm, mm, and she was, there wasn't one thing that I could do about it. Uh, so you, you just hate it when the – when, when something like that happens. But right now, we seem to be coasting along as far as injuries are concerned, and I hope it stays that well, way. Well, the rabbit's foot needs to stay there for sure. I did notice Jada Harrison in a, still in a boot today. I uh, asked Coach, I said, Coach, is she going to be okay? Is she going to get to play next year? And he said, yes, she she should be okay. They're going to get the boot off next week. Hopefully things should be ready, but they're not going to play try to play it all this season. But he's confident that this young lady can absolutely come in and and play some stellar minutes for Middle Tennessee, and hopefully next year she'll be needed. Of course, yeah. Savannah Wheeler and uh, Courtney Whitson both re- uh, graduate, so they're going to need some spots to fill. And uh, Harrison, I think, is going to be one of those people. We, we got to go to the phone and listen to uh, our caller. Come on in. I was say, guys, uh, was like the, hello, like 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 Lady Rose are playing pretty well. The one, can't hear one you. Lost early, one loss I really hate for him is the Princeton lost there right now. The Top twenty-five, so still I can't that hear you. Really, really helped them get in the tournament. Yeah, I can hear you. Won that, won that ball. Well, well, talk to him, man. I can't. Can you hear me? You're pretty, you're pretty vague there. Just I'll keep tell, talking. I was going to say the Lady Raiders are playing pretty well right now. The one game they lost, I really like that back is the Princeton game. If they could have won that, they really would have set them up real pretty good as far as getting the tournament. Princeton's right twenty-fifth. Okay. I've been right the last few weeks in the top twenty-five, and as far as on the women's side, so. I know, I know it, it, that would really be a feather in their cap if they'd have won that game that day at, at, at home. But uh, they're still looking pretty good for the tournament, I think. I just hope they can win a win a game this year in the tournament. It's so lost. They won a game in the tournament. I sure would love to see them win one or two and, and uh, get, get someone. They've got a whole lot of talent to to, uh, to, to do that. And uh, I don't want to say to you, as you all know, today Indiana State's ranked for the first time on the men's side since 1979. Y'all know that. Is that, is that where Larry Bird played ball? Terre Haute, Indiana, sure. Play somebody named somebody named Magic Johnson. He's pretty yeah. good, wasn't he? He's a pretty good ball player. That's right. It's a hey, classic bro. time in sports, for sure. But, uh, but no, no, enjoy enjoy your show, guys, and uh, and, uh, and I hope, hope, the, hope the Raiders can uh, get some more wins in there next few weeks. Take care. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, that Indiana State thing's magical thing that happened in Terre Haute and it went to the NCAA finals on the on the back of 
One Larry Bird, he was some some kind of player, and he and he had some help. He had he had a good team around him. Of course, him. of course, you don't uh, get that far without that. He uh, and I would assume I don't know if this is true today. I, I would think it is, but they're still they get a lot of publicity. Those two guys who played against each other uh, numerous times, including three or four times in the championship sure. uh, game for the NBA. They are coupled together as a, as a magical time, uh, when, you know, when they played against each other and at the same time. Jeff, they were both class acts. That's part of the, the deal. They, and they were both players that did more than just score the basketball. They were both terrific passers, terrific team players, and, and uh, great competitors. Uh, and you're right, they are kind of paired up together uh, in many people's thoughts, and they are in mine for sure. Yeah, me too. And uh, was Magic played here in, in, a, in a NCAA tournament game, uh, and he had some help too around him. But he was – everybody knew about him. At the, I think he was just a sophomore, wasn't he, when he played? Uh, I and, think so. And that yeah, was, that was it right. for him. Mm-hmm. They, they won the national championship and at Michigan State, and then he went on to the pros. Um, it, it's – Gosh, you, you you just think I, that maybe you you won't see another player like that or whatever. But you know the the good good news is we probably will. Jeff, sometimes to make your season magical, you got to have some fortune, good fortune, go your way. Last year, Middle Tennessee was very good women's basketball. We're talking about uh, and, and Drew Colorado, who was misseeded. Colorado's number four in the country right now. Last year, they played a Colorado team that, I th- frankly, going into it, I thought, well, this is not. Michigan State, excuse me, yeah, Michigan or Indiana or South Carolina or University of Tennessee, the middle's got a chance to win this basketball game, and uh, they ran into just a buzzsaw. Hopefully this year the draw will come out somewhat better. Rick's got a basketball team that they can win a game or two. I really believe that. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree, particularly if they could get a seating, uh, 10, 11, 12 maybe, um, I think that's about what we'll get. If, but you never know about the NCAA. You never know about the committee. And we, we've had some, we've had some bad times with that. But a lot of other people have too. Well, the tough part of this, and it's hard for people to understand, but you got to keep in mind we're 19 and four. But the rest of the way, we're not going to play anybody that's in the top 100 in the country. Right. And so when you beat number 187 it doesn't get you a lot of points when you beat number 203 in in the country it doesn't get you a lot of points and and nobody in conference usa is in the top 100 except for middle middle is 40 so they're not going to even though they they could have a record something like 20 29 i think in four what it could be that doesn't guarantee you anything in the top four or five spots for sure well, it's impressive when you look at it on a piece of paper, but uh, when you get in that boardroom and you get to talking about all the teams around the country, it may it may not go your way or exactly like Tim and Jeff think it should go. Well, I think, I'm like you, if they could get a seed 9, 10, 11, right in that range, which is where I think they should be, they they got a chance to draw a team, A, that they don't have to play on their own home court, which would be a big plus. So. But we're way ahead of ourselves. We've got ways to go. <laughs> We've got district basketball to talk about as well and region basketball for high schools and lots more on All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. When we come back, we will get uh, Chip Walters with the Blue Raider Insider Report. 
In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net, risolutions.net. And make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Good afternoon. All the major outbound routes are running slow right now as this rain moves through the Nashville metro area all over Middle Tennessee. Give yourself extra time. It's uh, pretty slow out here at times on 40 east from, let's say, Fessler's all the way out into Donaldson, continuing into Wilson County. It's heavy, but it's moving right now. Just, again, be careful because it's going to get even heavier here in a few minutes on 24 out through the Antioch area, continuing out through Murfreesboro and Rutherford County as it continues to build south of Nashville on 65 down into Brentwood and Franklin. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in the Nashville, Middle Tennessee area. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com. To learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Next on WGNS and All Sports Talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, REI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at Rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Coming up tonight at 6 o'clock, it is our basketball radio shows. Rick Insel live coming up at 6 o'clock. 7 o'clock will be Nick McDevitt live. We'll be talking about a sweep of FIU on Saturday and a split with Liberty last Thursday. That's all coming up. Special guest on both shows. So hope you'll join us at the Boulevard to be part of the live audience. Otherwise, you can hear it right here on the Blue Raider Network. Over the weekend, Middle Tennessee's women's 
Team needed to grind out some tough minutes on Saturday, but found a way to turn defense into offense and pulled away, rolling past FIU 73-54 in the Murphy Center. Middle down 19-4 overall. They are 9-0 in Conference USA as we start through the league for a second time. The Lady Raiders battled early, ending the first quarter on a 6-0 run. The Panthers were one point better in the second frame thanks to a pair of three-pointers, while Middle failed to make any of their six second-quarter attempts, allowing Middle to head into the locker room up by five, but they pushed it out in the uh, second half. Career rebounds for Courtney Whitson now, 1,003. She becomes only the second Lady Raider in history with 1,000 or more career rebounds. She joins Ebony Rowe in that very exclusive club. Savannah Wheeler was named the Conference USA Player of the Week after her performances last week against Liberty and FIU. She was uh, had a sensational week, had 51 points on 19 of 37 from the field, including 4 of 7 beyond the arc and a perfect 9 of 9 from the free throw line. Elsewhere in Conference USA over the weekend, it was uh, Liberty winning over Louisiana Tech 58-53, Western Kentucky down Jacksonville State 54 54- 45 and it was New Mexico State over UTEP 66 to 59. On the men's side, Middle Tennessee trailed by as many as 12 points in the second half at FIU, but battled back for a 68-66 road win on Saturday. Justin Porter's driving layup gave the Blue Raiders the lead for good with 44 seconds to play. Jalen Jordan's layup with 10.39 to go in the game kicked off a 13-2 Middle Tennessee run that cut the Panthers' lead to just one. Jared Coleman-Jones' left-handed hook shot at the 442 mark put Middle in the lead for the first time in the second half. The Blue Raiders split the road trip, losing at Liberty, but winning on the road at FIU. Elsewhere around the weekend, it was Western Kentucky winning at Jacksonville State, 70-59. Louisiana Tech lost at Liberty on a last-second three-point shot, 65-62. And UTEP was a winner over New Mexico State, 74-49 in El Paso. All right, softball season is underway and Middle Tennessee fell to 0-5 after the weekend at the NorCal kickoff. Yesterday, San Jose State scored the first run of the game in the bottom of the first after two errors, but came back to score two more. Middle just could not get over the hump, again losing all five. Next up, they will take on future Conference USA opponent Delaware. That will be coming up on Friday at 10 a.m., down in Fort Myers, Florida, as part of that event. In men's tennis, the Blue Raiders traveled to Bloomington, Indiana, to take on the Indiana Hoosiers, and they dropped the match by a 4-3 score against the Hoosiers. And in women's tennis, Lady Raiders took a tough one against Lipscomb, losing 4-3 on Saturday at the Adams Tennis Complex. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update tomorrow, but be sure and join us tonight for Rick Ensel live at 6, Nick McDevitt live at 7, all right on the Blue Raider Network and here on WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. 
Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan on All Sports Talk today. Jeff brought you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Jeff, it's that time of year that you and I are very familiar with district tournament basketball in high schools, and uh, that will take place the Division Two schools are really ready to get that thing underway because they play their state tournament a week early. So Providence Christian Academy, Middle Tennessee Christian School, will be a little bit ahead of the uh, Division One schools. But a lot of basketball action this week. Then this is this is when it all counts. Well, uh, that's correct. Uh, we we'll have um, Murfreesboro Post. Uh, we'll have all the brackets and everything that you need uh, and the seedings and so forth. Um, this week uh, usually comes out uh, Wednesday, um, and uh, WGNS will have it on their on their website for sure. And what games that, uh, Brian and John and others uh, for WGNS maybe are, are covering? Um, it's it's a very exciting time of year, and and uh, for some reason you can think back of all the games that we played and coached in and and observed other people play and whatever and. They all kind of blur together, but the tournament does not. Uh, you, you kind of remember a lot of various things that happened during a tournament game or during the tournament itself, uh, even if it's just a Christmas tournament. But certainly if it's the district, you remember a lot of things. And uh, quite often the number one seeded team going in <laughs> is not the number one seeded team when they, when they get through. So uh, I know one year, it's very recently, Blackman boys just – just caught fire uh, about a week before the tournament, and by the time the tournament got started, they were they were unbeatable. You couldn't do anything with them, and and they had barely a 500 record. So you just you just never know. You never know for sure, and and this one magic can really happen. Uh, there's Jeff. There's schools that aspire to state championships. Anything less than that, let, let's let's take Bradley County, which, which we've been around for a long time and been the nemesis of. The schools here in Murfreesboro, right now they're number one in the state, and anything less than that's going to be considered almost a failure. But there's other schools, Jeff, that if they win a district championship or a region championship, it would be life-changing in many ways. And that's why you play the game. Yes, that, that that's correct. I, uh, you mentioned Bradley Central. Of course, they were, and I assume still are, if they don't show up at Murphy Center it, it, it's, during the tournament, well, they've had a disappointing year. Uh, and we, we certainly can't say that. Not many teams really can, can around here can say that. Um, but but they, they've just been outstanding and very well coached over the years. And um, well, we we've had others that were that came in all the time into the into the tournament, uh, uh, girls and boys. Um, but n- nobody really liked that that I remember. It, it, 
that was not in the private school area. We had some of those, but not public school. Two missed mas- basketball finalists for the Murfreesboro area, and neither, none of them come from 6A, which is where they typically come from. Addison Melton out of Central Magnet School, and uh, Daisy Gale out of Providence Christian Academy, both and those final three for Miss Basketball, congratulations to both of those. Yes, both very deserving. I saw Melton play the other night, uh, and they I, – well, I'll tell you what, I, I really think that uh, – I'll, I'll give him – he's not a particularly close friend of mine or anything like that, but I believe Alan Bush at Central can coach girls basketball. I just – he can. And they play tremendous defense, and they just shut Moore County down the other night. I mean, and, and let them all the way. Uh, and they, they distributed the scoring pretty well and in front of a big crowd. A lot of them from Moore County, they brought some mm-hmm. people too. And they, they've got a really good basketball team. Uh, and I just uh, thoroughly enjoyed the, enjoyed the evening, um, as I usually do over there. But at any rate, yes, he's a Miss Basketball finalist, and I think would be very deserving of it. I think Alan Bush fits that category. Of sometimes coaches are far better than we think they are. When he was at Siegel High School, didn't have a good record. Finally, they parted ways. Jeff, the record was not good at all, but Alan Bush can coach. He just didn't have a lot of players to work with. And, and uh, Siegel's a big school, but at that particular point in time, they just were not very strong on girls' basketball talent, and Alan was not able to get them over any humps at all. Right. He he had a couple of, of really good years in there, but, but most of the time, no. Uh, but we got to remember, as you and I both know, He's playing Riverdale and Oakland sure. in the same district as they were in. Yeah, and it's kind of hard going there. Uh, and I, I don't um, – I was really surprised. I, I seemed like to me he took a year or two and he didn't he didn't coach at all, I, didn't he? I think that's right, Jeff. I can't say that for sure. It seems like that might be the case. And I, I, ne- I didn't never really – I don't guess I investigated it, uh, whether he was fired or not. I don't think so. I, I think he just – Maybe just worn out with it. I, I don't know. Um, I, I've never talked to him about it. But uh, at any rate, then when he came back at Central, I, th- I thought, well, they've got a very experienced, rock-solid coach there with a, a good approach to the game. Well, I, gosh, he's done very, very well. Has that gymnasium seen some pretty good basketball over its years in history, would you think, at Central, school, Central Old High School, Central Middle School, and now Central Magnet School? Well, you're going to ask that question again today. What have, have we seen some really good basketball games in that gymnasium? Oh, oh yeah. The historical gymnasium there at Central Magnet yes, School. Yes. Uh, and p- particularly, I guess, uh, boys basketball over the years. Uh, but also now, uh, uh, recently, of course, it was a middle school for a long time. And, um, and, and, and their success in girls basketball and boys, too. Well, with Ron Cooey, coached the boys for a long time, did a great job. George Hockenberry coached the girls for a long time, did a great job. Um, it, uh, that gym has been um, uh, uh, a, a mecca for for good basketball, yes. I saw in the paper this past week, and I think I want to make sure I get this right. It's not in front of me, but you probably can verify this. Pierre Lyons was recognized as being, the, I believe, the first black athlete to make maybe all region, all districts or something in uh, Murfreesboro, 1971 or two, something like that. That anyway, he was recognized, and I, you, you and I both know Pierre, coached at, at Oakland baseball for years and years and years, and a nice, great uh, PE teacher there. 
congratulations, Pierre, for being recognized as one of our stellar athletes. I don't know that he he was the. I, I I don't think I don't think so. Not in basketball. Well, I no, I didn't say basketball. I, okay, I, I, no, I, you didn't. I, baseball. And, and I, I probably. Think. I just want to make sure I recognize Pierre because yeah. I like Pierre and he needs to be recognized. I don't have my facts completely right, so I. But anyway, glad to see his recognition. Oh yeah, I, yeah he was certainly deserved. And I I might say too that and I I know Pierre a little bit because he was he was at Riverdale when I was there and and uh, and I knew him. Of course, we knew him in football. He was an outstanding football player. Uh, and then he went on baseball and and uh, uh, and professional baseball. Cincinnati, matter of fact, your team, and I think hurt his arm, and and that was that was the the end of that. But what I always remembered about him was that he he took the Oakland softball team, and he I mean he did a great sure. job of coaching softball, and that wasn't what he was noted for. He was noted for coaching baseball at at Smyrna and other places, and he but he he did very very well. I uh, we broadcast some of his games. I tell you what, he had he he just he knew what he was doing. Another athlete in that that era was his son, was his uh, brother-in-law. Being Leo Martin, yeah, a tremendous athlete in himself, and ended up at the University of Oklahoma playing offensive line for, for I think, a national championship team. I think so too. He, uh, I saw him play one game in, in football in, in his college career. He was he played at Vanderbilt, and uh, he and Dennis Harrison ran together. That, uh, how about that? That's about five hundred pounds of, of oh, muscle, man. right there. But anyway, uh, uh, Leo, of course, you and I know him as a football coach and a football player, and, and by the way. A very good basketball. I was going to get to that point. Just oh yeah, he he was. He, you couldn't do much with him if he he got down the low post. It was over. Uh, but he, but you know, I think I know you're going to agree with this. So I'm just going to say it. He is an outstanding man. Yes, he is a great guy. I I I'm proud to call him a friend. Leo Martin, a offensive lineman for national championships at, at Oklahoma. So that tells anybody that don't know doesn't know Leo that you're picturing out this guy's about six two, two sixty five, two seventy, two seventy five. You look at him, there's no way he can play basketball. Jeff, he was quick as a daggone oh. cat, and there was no way to get around him. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> you couldn't do much with him. You might be able to outrun him, maybe. I don't know, you but couldn't outquick him. No, no, he was he was really a good player. I think he took post up, posting up to a new level. Well, when, when he got in the post, you better have more than one person there. I, I think it'd be a good idea. Incidentally, um, I had a, a, a real pleasure this past weekend with Will Shelton. Uh, we went down and, and to see uh, Blackman uh, girls play uh, in the state tournament. And uh, uh, which was middle school, uh, yes, was middle school at uh, Stewart's Creek, yeah, middle was where they played that. And uh, Blackman, unfortunately, was defeated in that ball game, but pretty good game. But great crowd, a lot of people there for that tournament. Uh, and they played um, Sevier County, which is uh, you probably. If you could just go through life and avoid Sevier County, that's probably a good idea to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, uh, we, we, Will and I had a great time, had dinner at Legends and so forth, and th- thoroughly enjoyed the middle school experience again. I hadn't hadn't been to a game in about a year in middle school. That flies under the radar a good bit that the state middle school basketball tournament is played here in Murfreesboro. Of course, middle school basketball tournaments statewide have not been played for, what, five or six years? Oh, Does that sound about right? Right, right. right. They... 
I was trying to remember the other night and, exp- and explain it to somebody. I think for a while there, they, they had a, a, a tournament in East Tennessee, West Tennessee, and Middle Tennessee. And, uh, and then at the semifinals of the girls' state tournament, at the high school level, they would invite those teams, if whoever wanted, to come out and have their mm-hmm. picture made at halftime or between games, which was an honor to, to be a part of that. But I think now they're uh, well. Sevier County was in it. it. Sure, that's about as far east as you well, can go. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it is. It's true state tournament now. Yeah, and it wasn't back in those days. Of course, they've got that taking place in cross country. I think baseball, softball have those now. Volleyball, uh, middle schools now. Jeff have more members in TMSAA than do high schools. Right. Uh, right. Now, that said, keep in mind that there are probably twice as many middle schools in the state, period, because middle schools tend to be about half the size of a high school in, in, in its numbers. But uh, And that's basically because the state tournament play is taking place and, and people are, want to take advantage of the opportunity to play that. And congratulations to Rick, Richard McWhorter and, and all those at TSSAA that made that happen. Well, I, I, think it's, I think it's a great idea. And the schools had a choice as to whether they wanted to, to join that or not. Sure, of course. And, uh, and, and a, a large a number of them did not join. Uh, for, and I assume they had their own reasons. But, but certainly to take a middle school from uh, uh, off, you know, great distance and bring them to Murfreesboro in the stay of the night or whatever, that, that gets very expensive. And, and it becomes a big deal. And so some of them did not, did not join that, but others did. We've heard of travel ball. I understand that's pretty expensive, too, that these kids that travel in the summertime to play basketball, baseball, softball, and whatever. They spend a ton of time and money. And, and I'm wanting to say cheerleading championships were in Florida this past weekend and Blackman and I'm going to miss out a second. There's, there's two schools that were down there. I don't know. Blackman often wins something down there. Uh, uh, they've, they've won the – the championship more than once. I want to recognize the other school. If, if someone happens to know that, give us a call or text us and let us know because I, there were two that were competing for that. And, and Jeff, that's far bigger deal than you and I can really imagine what that is. Yes, that, that, that that's correct. And I guess there probably are a lot of people that are not aware that we have state championships in just about everything. Uh, the, uh, we hear most about the, the Blue Cross Bowl, and then and then because it's here, we hear a lot about the basketball, girls and boys basketball. But you know, there are state championships in a, a lot of different things. By the way, are you aware that this year in the state basketball tournament, there are now four classifications in Division One? They added that fourth classification two years ago. This is year number three. They started playing on Tuesdays instead of starting on Wednesdays. Now they're going to start back on Wednesdays and going to play eight games a day, I believe it is. On Wednesday and Thursday. And the Middle Tennessee women's basketball game, the final game of the season, I looked on the schedule today, is on Saturday morning at 9.30 <laughs> against Louisiana Tech because of state championship day. There are four state championship games to be played. So congratulations for Middle and TWSAA <laughs> to work it out to where they can all play. But that's, that's, that's going to be pretty unique playing a women's college basketball game at 9.30 a.m. And I think, although they're not playing at 9.30 a.m., I don't believe, the 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 schedule for the number of games a day, which gosh, that's just about every minute of the day, will be, remain the same for boys, even though there is no conflict. <laughs> that, that's my understanding. Correct. If I'm wrong, somebody well, can tell me. They're playing eight games a day for the quarterfinals and semifinals. So if you're gonna play eight games, they're they got to be starting at nine nine thirty. I would right. guess. I haven't looked at the schedule lately, but 
You don't play that many games, you got to get them in. So uh, takes about an hour and a half to play a game and get to the next game. You got to add on about 15 minutes. It takes about an hour and 50 minutes to play a game. And that's assuming no injuries, no problems whatsoever, no overtimes, no um, officials that get to where they just have to call every foul that there is in the world. It assumes an hour and 15 minutes, which is a reasonable time to play a game. They did not call me, and I'd assume they didn't call you whether that was a good idea or not. But in my mind, it, it was the right thing to do. Playing on Tuesday through Saturday was a long time. That meant schools were played on Tuesday. Oftentimes didn't play until Friday. And if you're coming from uh, Cloudland, which is on the North Carolina border, <laughs> that, that's a bit of a stretch. Cosby, do you want to? Cosby, Dyersburg, long, long way. That's a lot, right. A lot of places, long, long way in the state of Tennessee, right? That's right. I mean, Memphis, it, to, uh, Memphis yeah. to Bristol is what about seven and a half hour drive? Oh well, it's it's uh, Memphis to Bristol. Probably, I'm I'm just going to guess and say six hundred plus miles. It's a bunch. Um, so. It's 300 to get well, to Murfreesboro. Let's get off the ge- geography lesson and head out to Broadway, uh, the boulevard, I should say, right there on East Main and Middle Tennessee Boulevard for the Rick Hensel Live and Mick, Nick McDevitt Live right here on WGNS Radio. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna.